I came across a scripture in 1 Timothy 4 verse 13. It says, devote yourself to the public reading of scriptures. Time and time again, I've really been amazed at how the Old Testament and the New Testament have really the same message, you know. The God of the Old Testament and the God of the New Testament is the same. We sometimes think of him as two different characters, you know, a, a very harsh, strict God in the Old Testament and, you know, a, a very loving God in the New Testament. But actually, they are one and the same and they have the same characteristics. He is so full of love uh, and mercy, but he is also a God, you know, who cannot overlook wrong. Now, to support this New Testament passage that we saw in 1 Timothy 4.13, I want to bring about a small portion from Nehemiah chapter 8 verses 1 to 9 and I will quickly read them for you. So I'm going to read from verse 1. It says, When the seventh month came and the Israelites had settled in their towns, all the people assembled as one man in the square before the water gate. They told Ezra the scribe to bring out the book of the law of Moses which the Lord had commanded for Israel. So on the first day of the seventh month, Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly, which was made up of men and women and all who were able to understand. You know, here it shows that uh, the people actually gathered in an open area in Jerusalem near the temple. And they, uh, you know, asked Ezra the scribe to bring out the book of the law. And people were gathered before Ezra men, women and all who were able to understand. It also signifies children, also comprised of young children who were able to understand what was being read. You know, so uh, it's not just adults, but there were children as well. And he read it aloud from daybreak till noon as he faced the square before the water gate in the presence of men, women and others who could understand. And all the people listened attentively to the book of the law. You know, what fascinated me here was, you know, from daybreak till noon, they stood before Ezra and they were hearing the word of God being read out, hearing the Torah or the commands of God or the law of Moses or the book of the law being read out. And Ezra actually, you know, uh, was a scribe and he stood on a high wooden platform built for the occasion. And on his right stood certain people and on his left also stood certain people. And verse 5 says, Ezra opened the book and all the people could see him because he was standing above them. And he opened it and the people stood up. So, you know, they are on their feet in reverence, uh, you know, today when we hear the word of God being read, we just lay uh, back uh, casually or we sit uh, cross-legged or, you know, we sit with disrespect. And here, when the word of God was opened, when the book of the law was opened, the people stood up in reverence and they were listening to the word of God being read attentively and this was not just a matter of one or two minutes it was from daybreak till noon see the dedication you know see their single-mindedness today if we were to take the word of God or hear the word of God being read uh, beyond a minute we would be distracted with 
a thousand distractions, mainly, you know, with our phones. Uh, we would be restless. We would would sit for hours in front of our social media or in front of a television or uh, with our gaming. Uh, but the thought of standing and hearing the word of God for more than a minute or let's say uh, to stretch it far, maybe five minutes, uh, we would be really uncomfortable. You know, we would uh, think that we've done so much. Uh, you know, we've heard too much. Those would be our thoughts. But here you have a group of people so dedicated in hearing the word of God that from daybreak to noon, uh, men, women, children, and I'm sure these uh, women would have also babies, so they were carrying them along, but they didn't bother about anything except one fact, and that was to hear the word of God being read aloud. Now, what is the purpose of the word of God being read aloud? The Bible says in Romans 10, 17, faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of God. There is another portion in the Old Testament where it says, when the people heard the word of God, the fear of the Lord was instilled in their hearts. So, you know, hearing the word of God has a lot of benefits and that's something that the devil knows and that's why he stops it from happening today. Now, if we go back to the book of Nehemiah chapter 8 uh, and we continue uh, from verse 6, it says, Ezra praised the Lord, the great God, and all the people lifted their hands and responded, Amen, Amen. Then they bowed down and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Now that is another thing that is really unseen of today. Uh, you know, um, it says here the people, when they heard Ezra praising God, they lifted their hands and they responded, Amen, Amen. And then they bowed down, face down, and they uh, praised the God of heaven and earth. You know, uh, today the thought of even kneeling down and praying shocks many. Uh, you know, we think that all that has uh, gone, uh, you know, uh, all those were things to be done in the Old Testament times or maybe, you know, in these olden age times, not today, uh, because grace just exempts us from everything. We cannot be more wrong, you know. Look at their reverence. It says they fell with their faces to the ground. They fell prostrate before God. You know, that is the, the awe and the, the respect they had for God, which is lost today. You know, today we consider God like a sweet teddy bear, you know, where we can just jump up to his lap and sit. But there is an awe of God that people have lost. And it is seen all over the Old and the New Testament where people just stood, you know, in reverence before God because of his holiness. It says even the demons who are so evil, they tremble at the very mention of his name. Uh, how much more should you and me, you know, we've lost that awe, that fear, the holy fear of God because we do not read the holy scriptures these days. Then there is another very fascinating verse uh, that is seen probably two verses down. It says, 
in verse 8 they read from the book of the law of god making it clear and giving the meanings so that the people could understand what was being read and who was doing the explanations the levites as and when ezra was reading the levites were standing among the people and explaining the meanings of what was being read so that the people could understand and then it says in verse 9 Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest and scribe and the Levites who were instructing the people said to them all, This is a sacred day to the Lord. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people who heard the word of the Lord began weeping as they listened to the words of the law. You know, that's another thing that uh, uh, is seen commonly among people who really are moved by the Holy Scriptures, who understand what God is trying to say. They cannot read it in a detached manner. They will be moved to tears. Even in the laws of God, even in the book of the law, you can clearly see the heart of God, his heart of love for his people. How this great God is making a way for his unholy people to come to him, uh, you know, because he wants to be with them. That fact cannot be uh, missed. And when you understand that, you will no longer see this God as a stringent God. You know, you'll, now, you'll no longer see this God as a, a harsh, a compelling God, but you will see his heart of love, a heart that longs for his people. A heart that, you know, uh, longed so much for his people that he left the heavens and came and lived in a tent to be near his people. That is the heart of God that you will clearly see when you understand the word of God and you will fall more in love with him, more in awe of him. So the only way for that to happen is to read the word of God diligently, to give it your time and your attention and, you know, uh, keep all your distractions aside and focus on the word of God. It is indeed a very beautiful thing. Now, having said all that, you know, we must not rely on the law to save us because only God can save us. So we obey not to be saved. We obey because we love him, because his love compels us to obey him. You know, we are not obeying because we fear him. We are not obeying because, you know, we uh, want to be blessed. We are obeying him just because we love him. Thank you.